Welcome to A Case of the Mondays, the show where we preview, review, and get in our feelings about all things Bachelor-related. I am your host, Mike Kyle, and once again, I am joined by my cuzzo, BC, Brendan Coyne. Brendan, how are you doing tonight after a three-hour show on Monday? I'm doing all right, man. It's uh, approximately 11.13 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'm enjoying a nice cup of joe to try to keep myself awake for this. I can't believe that they cursed us with a three-hour episode on Monday. Like, if it's Wednesday... On Wed- Monday, man. If on it's, a Monday. But, like, that's the thing. If it was Wednesday, cool. Totally here for it. But to start the week, they're going to have us up this late recording the podcast? Going to be tired the rest of the week. I think it'll be worth it, though. I think it will be, too. We obviously have a lot to go over today because we did just have the three-hour show. So, Brent, want to just jump right into this? Let's do it. All right. So, we're as always, and this is just going to be the format going forward, if you missed out on the week four recap... We're basically just going to go in chronological order of the episode, shoot the shit, uh, give some of our thoughts, takes, and ideas of improvement for the show, and just kind of, you know, just do what we can, make the conversation fun and, and, and as exciting as possible. So, we're going to start off with this. Alea goes home. She comes back. Wait, hang on. She leaves, comes back, and leaves again. So you were crying pretty on pretty early on in the episode then very early on in the episode but that just means that her dms are available for sliding ah so i think it's a waste of your time for so many different reasons but that's neither here here nor there my first note that i have written down was that it was 17 against one and we talked about this last week you just like it's just a battle you can't win oh absolutely i mean the odds were stacked against her and it just kind of seems like he's inviting the drama sometimes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that he feeds into the drama. And I'm trying to go through my notes for someone who made just like a really good point. And I feel I think it was Kelly actually who on her one-on-one, and we can get into this later, that said she feels that Peter rewards the drama sometimes. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, one of the things that I, I, I thought that Alea did really well because uh, obviously she was only on the uh, she was only in this episode for about five minutes, but when they just show her in the house with the other girls and the other girls are being just ruthless and relentless, like she just she didn't say anything and she pretty much just handled that beating like a champ. I, I yeah, don't know, I mean, I don't know if I you think noticed that at all. Everybody was just ready to see her leave. I know I was. No, I know. Like, no, for sure. Yeah, and I think. But that, I agree. I mean, she could have she could have thrown some punches. She could have took some jabs, she but it. she kind of just took it walked out and did her thing and i respect that a lot i mean it's like you said she could have you know not gone down easily but yeah do you think that he almost kind of like i guess spared her over him um and what i what i mean by that is like i feel like we, we've already acknowledged me and you have we've acknowledged that peter like just seems like a really like just like just a good dude right and i feel Absolutely. i feel like it was also just like out of like consideration for her that she didn't have to constantly like suffer through that moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, I mean, al- I think it's he... almost it's... go ahead, go ahead. No, I just think that he knew that if she was going to continue to be there, it was just going to continue. Like she was right. just going to continue to be the center of attention. She was just going to continue to get beat up on, and I just don't think he wanted that going forward. I knew that wasn't best. I think he knew that that wasn't best for him. Yeah, I think so too. But I do think it was interesting just in general, like because of the fact that he did bring her back 
and literally what made the next night it, it, it was it the same night or the next night it was the next night it was the same night i think it was the same night regardless my because the weeks throw me off now uh yeah so sh she came back just to be sent home again and that didn't really make sense to me i will say that yeah i mean if he was that conflicted that he brought her back right and just to why didn't she why didn't she stay around longer? exactly exactly that was my point exact right so i mean i guess like and that's the thing that this whole thing feels like it was so long ago only it was just three hours but i literally have three pages of the notes that we got to get to but moral of the story alaya's gone yeah and i mean right after that they go into the first rose ceremony and he actually pulls natasha aside first which was a little interesting to me yeah it, it almost like he knew that she was going to be the most real with him about the situation Mm -hmm. And he wanted that feedback and or validation from her to kind of gauge where the rest of the girls were on this whole situation. Um, yeah, so that kind of leads us into the first rose ceremony of the night. Yeah, well, one of the jokes that I've written down, and this is a reference that I think you'll get, I put a uh, fresh start. Maybe they should call us the Febreze Brothers because it's feeling so fresh right now. <laughs> no? You, you can do better. I do, okay, okay. I'll, I'll make a note of that for next time. So yeah, let's just get right into this rose ceremony. So we literally got a rose ceremony about, I what was it, 30 minutes, not even, maybe 25 minutes into this episode. And if you aren't aware, we had a draft. There were 16 left. We drafted teams of eight. And we both lost some players tonight. We had two rose ceremonies tonight even. Oh, it's crazy. I took, a, I took some major hits. But <laughs> yeah, I mean... For my first rose ceremony notes, I set, kind of put no surprises there. Kira, Savannah, DeAndre all went home. Yes. So I lost. Who did we lose? Yes. So we both lost two. I lost DeAndre and Alea, and then you lost Kiara and Savannah. Right. And then the rest. So then let's just recap who stayed. Then at this point, we had uh, Kelsey, Victoria F, Madison, Sydney, Natasha, Lexi. Hannah Ann, Sheehan, McKenna, Victoria P, Kelly, and Tammy. So then, we don't really have anything to discuss there. Like, as you said, the obvious ones that were cut, like, we, they weren't major players whatsoever. It was, it was, yeah. it was just easy. It, it was, this, like, this first row ceremony, like, there was no surprises. Like you said, super expected, and just kind of like... I think that it was funny that Deandra said something along the lines, like, I'm, to Peter, like, I'm just so confused. I was like, um... I'm not there, and I'm definitely not confused, so I don't know. I think it's Maybe she read the situation wrong. Maybe he was feeding her stuff that we didn't see, but I was just like, um, what? I think it's funny because they had their conversation, and she's like, this dress is wife material. Oh, honey. Oh, honey, I got, new I got bad news for you. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, we are now... We're going to Costa Rica, Brendan. Costa Rica, man. Have you ever been there? I have not. I have not, and I actually made this point to one of my friends. Like, I'm not a big, like, travel guy, but, like, the places they go are fucking sick. Yeah, they're legit, man, and I'm ashamed to admit it that my passport is currently expired, so... All right. Um, so I guess I got to get on top of that and renew it. But uh, yeah, I've never been to Costa Rica either. But side note, what is your favorite vacation spot? You know, if you could go one place on the uh, on Earth right now, where would you go? So I actually thought about this question because this was going to be the question I was going to ask for our quick segment, our oh, quick wow. question segment. What do you so know? Great. If only it was planned, but it's not. I guess that's <laughs> a good thing. I promise you, that was spontaneous. 
So I've thought about this, and for me, and this is gonna be a, maybe a bit of a weird answer, dude. Dubai to me looks fucking sweet. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's not just not something that's um, on the top of my list. I went to Hawaii last summer. Hawaii was lit. If you've never been to Hawaii, you should definitely go there. I think top of my list might also be a bit of a surprise, though. So I can't hate on you too much. I would like to go to Ireland, the motherland. So my. Co- my cousin, Reunite with my people. My, my cousins went to Ireland, well, let me do math, two summers ago, and they loved it. It's like yeah. the pictures they took there were so sick. Yeah, the, yeah, that's definitely number one on my list. Hoping to go next year, 2021, couple of weeks. Invite. Fingers crossed. Where's, where's the invite? Hey, you're more than welcome to come, man. That would be we'll electric. Take the pod, we'll, we'll take the podcast across the seas. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Yeah, the reason I picked Dubai, so I don't know how much or how familiar you are. I don't know how familiar you are with it, if at all. But I'm not very familiar with it, it. I will. It's admittedly super futuristic. Yes, that, I mean, I, I knew that. I mean, that's, it's like the Puma. I knew what the Puma was. I couldn't tell you what the Puma looked like. Can we talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. It's a good. I mean, that's like the first thing that happens when they go to Costa Rica. Yes, that, that, I'm looking at my notes now. Yeah, I forgot. If you look at my Google searches, you will totally <laughs> see Puma. I knew it was some sort of jungle creature. I'm actually not even sure it's a jungle creature, but it's just a cat. I had to Google. It's I a giant cat. Puma. It is a giant cat. It looks like a cougar. It looks like a mountain lion. I'm not Crocodile Dundee. I'm not Steve Irwin. <laughs> I had to look it up. I I said this on the pod on the preview episode. I'm like. They're definitely gonna be over dramatic with this, and they were, but they were not that over like or like my levels of like I'm like all right, they're definitely gonna play this out of proportion, but that compared to what it actually was, he just hit his head on a glass when he was trying to like what? That yeah, was so he just lame. Hit his head on his glass, and that they made that poor man run a marathon from the helicopter to get to those <laughs> girls. It was like Forrest I, Gump. Ah, <laughs> oh, was running. I'm surprised he didn't pass out. He just had stitches. He probably lost a lot of blood. I know. I noticed it's that like too. It's like a good like half a mile run from the helicopter to the to the house where the girls were. I noticed that too. I'm like, wait, where did he just come from? Yeah, I mean, like he was. That was a good run. I was out of breath just watching him run. Yeah. So listen. So Chris Harrison, look, man. I, Chris Harrison, I love you. I praise you almost once a week. But that golf cart thing, little bit, little bit of a bitch move. Yeah, that's kind of wild. Um, just not what I was expecting. It was just so lame. It like that's the thing. It was twenty-two so... stitches though. That is a lot of stitches. I've had stitches a few times in my life. Never have. Uh, wow, lucky you. Even even uh, post concussion. Even after the concussion. Even after you know? post concussion. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, no, but I, I've had stitches a few times, and honestly, honestly, I couldn't remember what how many stitches I've gotten at any occasion. But twenty-two stitches like seems like a lot. It looks like a pretty big cut. It's just unfortunate that we only, we're only able to see the security camera fit f- footage. Well, and, and that was the funny thing, too. Like, at the beginning, they didn't even, like, show the accident. He just, like, popped up with, like, stitches. And I was, yeah. I was like, wait, are we, like, literally like, not even getting, going to get to see it? Yeah. It was a little wild. So, now that we are in Costa Rica, we got to talk about Sydney's one-on-one date. But, uh, so let me ask you this, the Uh-oh. helicopter ride, too soon? Is that, like, ABC shout-out to Kobe? No. Kind of hit a little close to home. Yes, I didn't, I, I'll, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I truly didn't. 
which I guess is a sign of my grieving process coming to an end. But yeah, that didn't cross my mind. But yeah, uh, this one on one with Sydney seemed like it went pretty well. He said some very very telling things, including calling her the best kisser. We'll get to that. I got I got thoughts on that. Yeah, but I I guess he said this, but I agree is that she is very mysterious, and I don't know what it is about her, but I just feel very hesitant about Sydney in general. Like, something is holding me back from rooting for her to win this, and I can't figure out what it is. I don't know if it's because she's gotten into some beef with some of the other contestants or what, but I feel like there's just something that's holding me back from, like, going all in on Sydney and rooting for her to win this. It's interesting that you bring that up because he proposed the question he said, or he wasn't the question. He actually complimented her on the mysteriousness and he said it's sexy. And the question I have written down is, is mysterious hot? Because I think that might be like where we're coming from. So I think that's a really good question. And I think that's like a personal thing. No, 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 for sure. But I'm saying more so in the fact of like, it may like you you even you you yourself just admitted that she's mysterious so maybe you're on the side where you think mysterious isn't hot oh i absolutely i think that to me mysterious at least in this case is not attractive to me i don't want to say that it's always the case way to protect way to protect yourself (laughs) yeah i gotta be careful out there man no but seriously i mean Something is holding me back. The mysterious yeah. thing, and the, the mysteriousness in this instance is just something is just yeah, not no, right here. No, I understand because I was out on Sydney for the longest until this week. Until this day, I was out. So I get, I get exactly where you're coming from, and it's kind of like the, it's almost like the reverse of the McKenna thing for me. So the quote that I had last week was, "There's something about McKenna." Dot dot dot. I'll figure it out. And I feel like you're having like those same kind of thoughts with Sydney. Well, yeah, and I mean, and she was the second person I picked in our draft, so right. I obviously can tell that there's some intense chemistry between the two of them because I picked her second overall. But like I said, something's just holding me back from Sydney, and I'm not sure what it is, and maybe. I'll figure out why over the next few weeks. I was going to say, the good news is that we don't have to wait long. We get an episode yeah. in two days. and then we Two, two ho- days, another two hours. Hopefully you get your answer then. So let's talk about that comment that he made. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna pull uh, the curtain back a little bit. Ladies, if a guy tells you that you are, quote, the best kisser, that man loves you. Yeah, I mean... Because he's kissed a lot of girls on that show so far, and for him to be that open, upfront, right, that open, that upfront, open and honest about it is pretty telling. Absolutely, I mean, because you're going to be kissing the person you marry in theory the rest of your life, right? So being it's a, a big good deal. kisser, right, is a very big deal. Correct. Yeah. Yes. The comment I have in all caps written down is "Let's go home." Like this like, feels like want, it's over. You don't want to be kissing somebody who's slobbering all over you. Right. Exactly. And ah, oh, yes. Good. Good for Peter, man. I'm glad. Last thing, I feel like it's almost like taboo to say in that. Like you aren't supposed to say it. And I'm so glad that he did. More importantly, 
how do you feel about Peter when he speaks Spanish? <laughs> Honestly, I'm a little jealous because I took four years of Spanish in high school and a full year of Spanish in college, and I still can't speak Spanish fluently. He grew up and in... I really wish I could. He grew up in a Spanish household. What do you expect? No, I agree. I agree. I'm just saying. Um, I took four years of Spanish in high school. No, I took three years of Spanish in high school. And then I took four semesters of Latin in college. I feel like I remember that. Latin is a very... Not fun. Interesting choice. It's not fun. No, no. I will no, definitely admit that. Not at all. But I, I have a tattoo that's in Latin. You do. <laughs> yes, I do. For sure. So I can't really hate all that much. And that's the thing. I, w- I wish I could remember more, but I honestly can't. And I'm almost embarrassed because it was so recent. But oh man, well, La- no one La- speaks Latin. No one and, speaks and that's Latin the other anymore. thing. No, and that's the thing. It's not like it's only spoken in or uh, like near the Vatican, and that's it. Yeah. So big yikes on me. Ah, no one's perfect. Forward. Um, Sydney, and this is another comment I have. What is up with these beautiful girls with these awful sob stories? So you kind of missed this part, so I can refresh your memory for this, because I think you were doing laundry or whatever you were doing. So basically, she said that she, so she is from Alabama in the South. Her father is African-American and Dominican, and her mom is white. And basically, she was bullied a lot for racist, or bullied a lot with like racism and things like that, apparently. Uh, like she ate lunch alone in high school. She was called Oreo because she was mixed. Um, and just a lot of, like, awful stuff like that. And that's, like, I don't know how these producers do it, or, like, these casting directors do it, but they just manage to find these overly attractive girls with just terrible stories. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely sad, especially if it's something that, like, happened later on in her life. Like, she's obviously somewhat young i can't remember her age off the top of my head but i think she's like 24 still such a sad situation no yeah absolutely like it like i was just like kind of like going through uh like over the years i was just trying to like think of people with like some really like tough upbringings and they they just managed to do it i I mean mean, even just think of people on this and that's what i was gonna say it's like so like we have sydney we have kelsey we have victoria p like that alone right there is three that we, that we know of for right now, and obviously we might be able to learn more about some of these other people later. But, like, yeah, just even just on this season alone, we already have, like, three awful stories. Like, and it sucks, yeah. you know, and it's it's one of those things, like, I feel like it's one of those reasons, like, why this show is so good. Because of the fact that um, it just does such a good job. Like, it's not just a show necessarily about love, but it's also just, like, it really it makes these girls human almost, you know. It, it makes it makes Peter human as well. I, yes, for sure. I know that he hasn't made all the best decisions so far. Not at all. Bringing Alea back. We'll talk. You know, I want to talk about him later too. Yeah, but it just humanizes everybody. Yeah, absolutely. So this one-on-one resulted in Sydney getting a rose because that that just felt. There was no way, right? It's just naturally one-on-ones, you typically have that tendency where it's like automatic. It's very, very rare, if at all, where someone goes on a one-on-one and doesn't end up with the rose. Absolutely. Do you have any comments regarding the hot tub or like the hot tub scene? 
Cause I, I mean, I've heard some rumors. I'm not going to speculate. We, so we Obviously, sh- they have a lot of chemistry. We shall see is what you're saying. We shall see. All right, cool. So let's now go on to the group date. So this group date I thought was interesting because once again, it was another like fashion contest. This group date was basically a photo shoot for Cosmopolitan uh, in like a waterfall area, which was dope as fuck. Love that. Um, I felt like Hannah Ann and McKenna were definitely in their element. Hannah Ann being a model and then McKenna being a fashion blogger. Like those two things to kind of like go hand in hand. Um, but I really want to focus on one comment that Kelsey said. Um, Kelsey said, and I quote, I don't like competing with other girls for attention. And this goes to the point that we talked about and we harped on last week. Know what you signed up for. Absolutely. There is. What did she expect? Right. And I didn't even think of my side notes over here. Um, what are my side notes at? Um, did you know? And she just has like this like evil look. Like every time the Kelsey? camera pans on her. Yeah. It's yeah. like. You know, she's planning, plotting something. I don't know if you caught this or not. I was trying to, I'm trying to think of where it was in the episode. Um, but did you notice that Kelsey and Hannah Ann were just like talking like they were friends? No, I, I must have missed that. It was for like a split second. I forget the conversation. I should have taken better notes. But it was like a, oh, it was a five second conversation about like Kelsey feeling that like she didn't want to compete with other people. This was a different scene, but it was the same kind of conversation. And it was literally Kelsey and Hannah Ann talking. And I was just like, uh, don't you guys like hate each other? Maybe Champagne Gate is finally, finally behind us, but there's more drama, uh, in the foreseeable future. Um, so let's see what other. Uh, thoughts do we have on this group date? This group date was interesting. Like, it was... This group date, like, was probably, like, fun for them. Because, obviously, why wouldn't you want to do a photo shoot near a waterfall? But also, like... It wasn't, like, a good viewing, like, date. Like, for us. Yeah, it just didn't really do much for me. For sure, yeah. I kind of stepped away, wasn't paying attention probably as much as I should have. Yeah, for sure. During all of this... I don't know. There really wasn't anything that stuck out in my mind. I uh, I just want to give uh, two props, two shout-outs to Victoria F. and Hannah Ann for this. Uh, just because they just, like, went for it and started making out with him in front of everybody else. And to me, like, that's just a power play. And if you haven't noticed by now, I love power plays. I love flexes. Well, how do you feel about PDA? I mean, eh, situational. But I feel like in that moment, like, you got you got to kind of... I just don't know how, if you were on that show, I just don't know how Peter yes. feels comfortable making out with somebody in front of other people. I just don't... I'm not saying it can't be done. I just don't know how you do that in that group setting. Uh, I... I don't, I think it's hard, I think, I think it would harder, it would be harder to say no than you realize. I think that, that's kind of where I'm at with that. But you were, you were kind of digging that group date, weren't you? Uh, in what way? I mean, do I have to read the text? No, I won't do that to you. No, you you can't. No, I will say, I'm going to say, I will say this though. No, no, no. Because my, on my comment in all caps I've written down, Lexi baby. So, I got to take, are you ready for my take? Let's hear it. Wait, do you remember what everyone was wearing? 
I I have to be honest. I don't. Okay. I was not pay, paying very good attention. Okay. To this part. <laughs> so I was gonna talk to you about this later. I was gonna. I'll t- I'll tell you later. But uh, my take is that a redhead in like a royal blue color. There's nothing better. Interesting. Don't, don't know what I it was. She was. Was she wearing a royal blue bathing yes. suit? Yes. Oh, that shows you what I know. It was electric. But my comment that I was going to say was I wanted to start a segment called Fit of the Day or like Fit of the Week, and we had to pick the best outfit from the episode. That's not a bad idea. We'll, we'll add it to the list of things to do. Okay. All right. Okay. What else do we have on this group day? I'm going through my notes. I'm now on page two. Yeah, um, that should tell you. Dude, I'm like kind of, I'm kind of, kind of following your lead here because I took next to no notes yeah, no, during sure. this group date. Um, dude, Victoria F rubs rubs me the rubs me the wrong way. I I, I agree. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I feel so bad because I feel like I'm hating for no reason. But I do acknowledge that she's making a crazy run. I'm just not crazy about her. Oh, absolutely. I totally feel the same way. It's kind of similar to how I feel about Sydney. It's like. Something is holding me back from from rooting pulling for, them. for Victoria F. Yeah, and I, I just can't do it. And I, I think it was just because I was so scarred by her for like the first two weeks because she was being so overdramatic. But dude, right. I, I, just, and I just can't do it. The whole it. Chase Rice thing, like, yeah. crazy. I, I, just, I just can't do it. Yeah. Uh, my next note is I thought it was funny that he said Hannah Ann is, quote, the cutest thing ever because my only thought was, yep. Like, I don't know, like, she hasn't had a whole lot of, like, time on camera, but when she's had it, she's adorable. I feel like there's been, I feel like there's other people, too, who are power players, in my mind, who haven't been getting a lot of FaceTime lately, and Hannah Ann is definitely one of those people, Madison's one of those people, Kelly was one of those people, although obviously she got a one-on-one date after the group date, but um, I just think there are at least, a, you know, like a lot of people who are power players who just aren't getting a lot of face time the last few weeks. For sure, which is actually kind of why I'm happy that we had two rose ceremonies today, all things considered. Uh, obviously, we love we love the action around here, but now that we're really just getting into like the nitty-gritty, as we just mentioned earlier, the uh, we, kn- we knew that Deandra, Savannah, and Kiara were not contenders. And so to have them eliminated and to now really just focus in on the people who actually have a chance, I think we're in for a lot more FaceTime, obviously, with those contenders. Right, definitely. I think, like, from here on out... Chaos. Chaos, yeah. I don't think there are going to be any easy picks of people to go home. For sure. Oh, yeah. This is, this is where it gets real. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously... There's a few people who wouldn't surprise me if they went home next week, Wednesday, whenever the next rose ceremony is, but we got, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what to expect. I was going to say, speaking of real, uh, Kelsey, the first one to drop the L word. Yeah. Let it I out. Don't know. Let, let it out. Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, she says she's falling in love with him. I want to believe her, but the, the L word is a strong word. Sure is. For somebody that it seems hasn't got a whole lot of time with him and who's 
really struggled and had issues with other people in the house. I'm just having a hard time believing her. It feels kind of forced. Maybe she does. I don't know. Maybe she's one of those people who is more lackadaisical when it comes to the L word. I don't know. But I don't know. I'm so... Not doing it for me. She is the girl I'm the most conflicted on. I have, like, my notes consist of compliment, bash, compliment, bash. Like, literally three notes later, I have out on Kelsey. And then, next page, oh my god, what a bold move. Yeah, I mean, I don't think she's there for the wrong reason. No, not at all. I don't think it's ever been, like, one of those things. For sure. I I wasn't trying to imply that. But I agree with you. It's like, you want to hate her, you want to like her. And you just can't, like, you just keep flip-flopping. But then, you know, she, we could talk about this when we get into it, she goes and sees him, and he seems pretty excited about it, but For sure. I don't know. For sure. So, we get more drama. Let's just stay on this a little bit. We get more drama now with Kelsey versus Tammy, and Tammy, for the, like, I'm, so we have to remember wh- where we're at in this episode, and this was when they were on the couch talking. Uh, not the group setting, but the private setting. Uh, and Tammy just did not hold back. I mean, Tammy went, wait, hang on, I gotta make sure my notes are in order. Uh, This was when Tammy was talking to, I believe it was Peter, because my next note is Peter's clueless. Like, I feel like Peter has no idea what he's doing. Well, and he also doesn't have any idea who to believe, like, Right. like you have, you have a bunch of different people telling you a bunch of different things. He just has no confidence in himself and no confidence that he's going to be able to navigate the waters of who's real and who's not real. For sure, yeah. My note says he's getting circles run around him. Yeah. And And because he doesn't know who's real and who's not real, it is kind of like he's rewarding the drama because he's really trying to dig down deep to find out more information about all this drama that's going on. But he's almost his own worst enemy right now. Yeah, because he, he, like, it's so, he doesn't, I don't think he trusts himself. And that's, right, and I mean, I get it. He's overthinking. I'm a textbook overthinker. We know. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. He just is like, I feel like he's his own worst enemy right now. Yeah, for sure. And I just, like... What were your thoughts on Tammy just in general this episode? Because I like, I feel like we're I feel like we're all on like the same page here. Like, dude, yeah. Tammy's a bitch. At first, I at first like I wanted to believe her. I felt like she was doing maybe not the right thing, but the thing that she felt was right. But then once it got later on, and she's talking about people popping pills. Yeah, that was crazy. Like, that's yeah. a pretty serious accusation. That is a crazy accusation. Like, that's bad, and she did not come across good. Popping pills, alcoholic. And, I mean, it, uh, it, it didn't yeah, stop. Like, it literally didn't stop. Those are very serious accusations. It was on. And you don't know what people's circumstances are. People right. take medication. Yeah. People need stronger medications to help them. Right. It was just get through the day, like to just. Yeah. Throw that word around, those words around, popping pills, just really, really irked me. Yeah, that was an awful look all the way around. Uh, but this, 
One of the things I thought happened a lot throughout this episode, and it's unfortunate the way that it ultimately went down. Dude, Lexi is the most level-headed person I think, I think I've ever seen. In every single situation that she was shown throughout her time on this show, on this season, every single conversation, whether it was with Peter or with one of the girls or with a group of girls, she is like almost the mom of the room. And she's just so level-headed, just like step back, not emotional, super logical. And I was like, yes, please. Yeah, and I was really surprised that she went home. I thought that she would make it a lot further than she did. We can talk about that more later. But yep. I totally agree with you. Sure. She, feel, she seems like somebody who's got a good head on her shoulders, seems pretty reasonable, hasn't started any drama Seems like she's been focused on Peter for the most part. Absolutely agree with you there. Correct. And the end result of this group date was that Hannah Ann got the rose, which I thought was interesting. I didn't think she was going to. I uh, I thought that... I didn't know, I didn't know what he was going to do. I thought it was a toss-up. I probably couldn't even have given you a good guess of who I thought was going to get it. I agree. No, I agree with that. But, like, I don't know. I feel like Hannah Ann, like, didn't do a lot. They had, like, that one conversation... But other than that, it was just kind of like, eh, like it was just to me, it was just like a regular conversation that he would have with like any one of the like that he would have with any one of the other girls. Like nothing like really stood out to me in that Absolutely. regard. So yeah, it was definitely definitely interesting that she was the one that got the rose. And now we move on to Kelly's one on one. Dude, I want I said before that Kelly was going to be my uh, Kelly was my my girl for the week. I'm like, Kelly's due. She's due for a big week. And dude, as she's just going through this, this girl is so vanilla. Yeah, how do you feel about Kelly? She is, like, there's normal boring for this show, as in the fact that, like, you, like she said, like, she's like, I don't have, like, a good back, she don't, I don't have, like, a sob story or, like, an interesting backstory. I'm just like me. Like, there's that level of boring, right? Which is, I guess, normal for the rest of us. But then there's like actually boring. Like you're an, like you are a legitimately boring person. And that's the same way I felt about Lauren and Ari season. And I feel like those two would be best friends cuz they're just super bland. Yeah, that's an interesting point. And I think that's a good comparison too. Like cuz Lauren didn't do anything and Lauren was the most quiet, reserved, held back. I'm just here, girl. Maybe that the show's ever had. Well, and it's interesting because I just wasn't expecting that one-on-one date to go the way that it did. I thought Peter would have been really excited to spend the date with Kelly in a one-on-one setting, but it pretty much seemed like he was only asking her on the one-on-one to see if she was in it for him there for the right reasons, how she was feeling. He just seems like he constantly needs validation from people to see if they're there for the right reasons. And I was just kind of surprised that that's how that one-on-one date played out. I thought it was interesting, though, uh, in that sense, because we don't really... Like, he came in with kill shots immediately. It was like, once they sat down after their whole candle thing, which I'll circle back to in a moment it was basically why are you here what are you looking to get out of this which i respected and i think she was being real with him and i really respected that too but i think that her 
realness shook him a bit. Yeah. Like, he took that. a step back and was like, whoa, I met this girl before I went on the show. This is the girl who is kind of almost his safe haven, maybe. How he so? He made comments about, you know, how it could have been fate that he met her before the show. So I think just like her being real with him, like definitely messed with him a bit. One of the things that I have, and this is what I wanted to talk about. So they do this whole spirit spirituality ritual type thing with candles and scents and all that good stuff. Dude, putting your faith, your relationship in a fucking candle threw me up a wall. Yeah, and I don't know. I get that they have to do these no, no, no. types of... I know, I get that. No, no, I get that. But, like, he actually legitimately seriously brought that up when they were having, like, that conversation. Yeah. And I was... It lo- almost was like the candle... Influenced him. And he wasn't going to believe anything that she said because of what the candle said. Which, my, my head was ready to explode off of my neck. Oh, I'm not surprised. I mean, I get, like, the spiritualness of the ceremony and what they did, for sure. I think he took it a little too far. I think so, too. And I thought it was really funny. So, uh, during, like, the whole, like, stepping, like, blindfold thing, when, like, the puzzle solving, I guess we'll call it, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, she got to the finish line, a.k.a. AKA him, and, dude, their kiss was so awkward. Just, like, not even in the sense that, like, oh, I'm blindfolded, but in the sense of, like, oh, I don't know if I want to actually enjoy kissing you right now. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to think of something witty to say about uh, whether or not to ask you if you've ever had any awkward smooches, but let's not go there. No, I totally agree with you. It seems sometimes that they're just a little off, they're not on the same wavelength. The answer's no, by the way. (laughs) I get that some people just approach those situations differently than others, but it just doesn't seem like they really have a natural chemistry. Yeah, they, I think it's a, I think it's a physical attraction more than, like, an actual, like, intellectual attraction. Does that make sense? Absolutely. All right, cool. Uh, so I want to talk about the big thing here, and that was when she said, quote, like, and I don't, or I, yeah, she just said, quote, like, engaged, and I'm forgetting the context around it, but it was basically the point of, like, I can see myself getting, like, engaged to you. And that, to me, I was like, how is she going to survive that? Yeah, no one knows what it means, but it's provocative. Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea what she was trying to prove to him, show him, whatever. I just thought she was, like, I don't know, I don't understand how she could have said that and he was going to keep her. Like, my right. my next note was, how is she going to survive this? And ultimately, she did. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought there was a chance that she was going to go home. I thought, no, I, think, I, I thought for I sure she was going home. I think I even texted you that. Uh, it was like, Kelly going home? Question mark? Ah, oh, man, she's gone is in my notes. Yeah. And I was kind of surprised. I was not expecting to feel that way about her. And as I said before, she is in my top four. She's one of the people I think is going to make it to the end. 
for sure. And now I'm at n- I have no confidence I, in yes. that whatsoever. As, as someone who has her on my team, zero confidence. I'm terrified. Absolutely terrified. I got for sure. I got a weird question for you. So, I'm gonna once again peel the curtain back a little bit. I'm a big oh. I'm I'm a big name guy. Like a good okay. a good name matters to me. Okay. Kelly with an E. I think it's a bad name. The extra E. The extra E drives me up a wall. It's just spelling. But spelling matters. That's true. No, I get what you're saying. Like, That's all right, like all right, right now, mean, do you have a pen near you? I do have a pen near me. Can you write Kelly? K-E-L-L-Y. K-E-L-L-Y. And then underneath it, K-E-L-L-E-Y. I see your point. Which yeah, one looks better? K-E-L-L-Y for sure. Right. Yeah. What about K-E-L-L-I? K- Wait, hang on. K-E-L-L-I? Yeah. No, I don't hate that. <laughs> I don't hate that. I think it's the second best. Maybe we should bring a Kelly onto the show. I do. do I don't know a Kelly, do I? I uh, do not know a Kelly. I don't think I know We need more Ke- Kellys. I don't think I talk to any kelly's we need more kelly's in the world we need which, that, what kind of kelly that's though? my take oh uh, with the y or no e no extra e <laughs> oh man all right let's move on before we go off into a side tangent here so this is my favorite storyline of the episode kelsey up out of nowhere decides to show up to peter's house i loved it yeah, I mean, good for her if she really wanted to clarify what was going on and give her side of the story. I get it. I think anytime a girl does that, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, and I'm not really sure why. Do you think it's just... It's just he because, seemed genuinely happy to see her. Do you think it rubs you the wrong way just because it's going against, like, the format? Yeah, like, they're not supposed to do that. Right. I'm guessing, but... It always seems like they always know where the person is. I think they're supposed to be, like, either down the street or, like, across the street in, like, a different hotel. But, yeah, I mean, we've seen it before. I think yeah. – I'm trying to think. Did Cassie do it? I don't think Cassie did it. Some... Did it but didn't Demi? Yeah, there we go. Now we're talking. Demi did it. Elise did it. Uh, I'm blanking on who other people in the past have done it. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely been done before. Probably like once, yeah. or, one, once or twice a season. It just rubs me the wrong way for whatever reason. I um, I just thought, I see why she did it, and I still thought it was like a bold move. Yeah. Like, I guess, and like, I wonder if it bothers me because it's Kelsey. That's definitely a and possibility. And if it would have bothered me if it was somebody else. That's definitely a possibility. And I feel like she definitely was trying to, you know, save face. Uh, For sure. But I thought, like, she handled it, like, pretty well. Like, it's not like she came across and was, like, super, you know, uh, what's the right word? It's not like she was super over, like, intense with it. Like, she literally just, like, showed up, like, super, like, calm, collected, like, genuine. And I don't know. I felt like it it came off really well. And this goes back to the whole Kelsey thing where I'm like, I like her one second and I hate her the next. And, like, that was, like, a really good moment for her, I felt like. Yeah, I think she handled the situation 
perfectly. He obviously we thinks couldn't believe very it. highly of couldn't, her. Couldn't believe, Rose, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Rose was totally shocked by that. She's doing something right. Like, is that a series first? He literally just like went in like the back room or whatever and came out with a Rose. Yeah, I mean, did he like have one in his back pocket? I I don't know. Well, Always be prepared. Rosegate, where'd it come from? Yeah, it Let's was. Hope he has some other stuff in his pockets. <laughs> it was, it was an unbelievable. Like it literally, I was like, I couldn't believe it. What a wild way to earn a rose, and then her like coming back. And like, that's the thing. Like she already acknowledged. Like once she got it, she's like, they're gonna be so pissed. She knew and, she was done. Yep. And then once she went back, and I felt like even when, like when she bat, even when she went back, she was like, hey, I didn't intend for any of this to happen. Like he literally just came back and gave me a rose. And then obviously she got berated for it, but like which I think was unfair, right? Like because what, she definitely—it's not like you go there asking there for to Rose. Talk about other people. She was there to clarify her position on things, right? And it's also not like she's going there like asking for a Rose. She's literally just like, "Hey, I need to, you know, kind of clarify this before." And that's the thing; she did a great job of getting out in front of anything that could have potentially been said later. I totally agree with you there. Yeah. So it was just, like this moment for her. I just felt like was. Just super solid overall. And now, transitioning to almost the final act. This actually is the final act now that I think about it. We have the cocktail party. But there was no cocktail party because Peter Uh, called uh, that shit off. Yeah, he seems to do that a lot. I wonder why. Um, Um, I don't think... From my understanding, like, if you tell the producers or anybody, like, hey, I know what I'm doing, like, they'll just, like, you you have, like, that flexibility, I think. Sure, and it makes for better TV, too. No, for sure, because we saw the reactions that, that the women have. It makes more dramatic, people start crying, people try to interrupt him before the rose ceremony. Right. Uh, before we get to the rose ceremony, I do want to talk about, like, that whole drama uh, the pre-Rose Ceremony drama. I don't want to spend too much time on it because, as we've talked about, the drama this season has been exhausting. And we've seen the other girls, and we've actually seen the girls on the, sh- on the show exhausted with it as well, which makes us obviously not feel, or that makes us feel better about being sick of the drama. But, like, McKenna popped off, and then Tammy... Sydney and Kelsey got into it. Lexi, once again, was just super calm about everything. The voice of reason. Right, the voice of reason. And one of the funniest things I thought that happened during this episode, maybe, I'll probably go down as like this series, and I don't know if there are memes about it yet, but the facial expressions, once Tammy started going crazy, were hilarious. uh, McKenna just started drinking her wine, uh, some who who's sitting in the corner? Somebody else who is sitting in the right hand side corner, like rolled their eyes and gave a look. I want to go back and just make gifts out of each out of each and every single reaction. Even Hannah Ann was like, it, "Like is somebody yelling?" And then was like, "Nope, never mind. I'm I want to stay out of it." It's just always something. It is always something, and we're just all so fucking sick of it. You know, we talked we talked about it, uh, was it, it might have been on the preview episode, we're just like, we're just tired of, like, the drama, it takes away from Peter, and we even, maybe even hypothesized that maybe Peter's just, like, a bad lead. 
we like it, we like him. Yeah, he, I can see that. Sometimes he seems like a little too plain, and I still think that we should get a female on the show sometime soon to give us a female perspective on what they think of Peter, because I do think we are a little biased because we are men. Uh, if there are any takers listening, if not, Mom, will you come on the podcast with us? Hi, Karen. <laughs> she would be a lot. We, we need to make it happen, I think. I think it would be awesome. I think she's watched enough. Right, yeah, she didn't Bachelor, watch. Bachelor, Bachelorette. She, she's watched it with us. Yeah, she didn't watch tonight, unfortunately. I think she got held up at work or something. But, uh, yeah, I will I will send her the invitation tomorrow morning. Be like, hey, let's let's get let's get her locked in. Let's get her to sign the contract. It's actually going to be really funny. I really want this to happen. So, a little little bit of backstory, I guess. I am very vocal about my takes as to what girls I like on this show, and she is the same way as me. Uh, However, we do not see eye to eye on a lot of the girls. Which makes me, like, super insecure in the sense of, like, oh, my mom's going to definitely hate my wife. There's no there's no chance that she doesn't. And I'm already just, like, super, like, concerned about that. Because <laughs> I love my mom. I want my mom to love my wife. But Your mom this... is awesome. And I think, going further, I think that she would bring a very well-reasoned perspective of Peter. That we don't have, potentially. That we don't that, have. That we potentially Absolutely. don't have. Right, for sure. So I will uh, extend the invitation to her. I think it'll be a really good time. And uh, yeah, Mom, come on the podcast. Thanks. All right. We're going to cap it off with this. We had another rose ceremony. Couldn't believe it. I thought we were going to get teased. And we were going to have... uh, We were going to get teased, and then we wouldn't get the rose ceremony until until, uh, Wednesday. But nope, we got two. Shout out to you, Chris. Appreciate you. And let's just talk about who stayed, who went. So going into the rose ceremony, the people who had roses were Kelly, Sydney, Kelsey, and Hannah Ann. Leaving the rose ceremony with roses were Victoria F., Madison, Natasha, Victoria P., McKenna, and Tammy. Unfortunately, leaving the series was Lexi and Chian. And Chian delivered a final blow, telling Peter, hey, these some of these girls aren't who you think they are, and you need to watch out. We've seen that play before, too. Uh, I forget, who was that? Who did that? Oh, Colton. Multiple people told Colton when they got kicked off, hey, you need to watch out for some of these girls. So this is a play that we've seen before. It's super interesting. It's a way to get inside their head a little bit and make them really uh, think about their decisions. And so... Brendan, you got anything about this rose ceremony? No, I think that Shan telling Peter that is going to create some waves because she's somebody who wasn't dramatic, who seemed like a pretty straightforward person. So I think that he's really going to take that into consideration going forward. It's not... Like, it was somebody who's causing drama. It's not like it was Alea saying that or somebody else. So, it'll be interesting to see how he reacts to what she said going forward. I couldn't believe that he kept Tammy. Could yeah, something's going on there. It. Something's going on there. To, I was really surprised, too. To it keep, doesn't even seem like they have much of a connection. To keep Tammy and get rid of Lexi. On what a move. Yeah. 
And I was surprised. I was shocked, confused, what, saddened. One of the things about Lexi that I thought was interesting, and I know I like her and blah, blah, blah. We, we get it. Okay, we get it. We get it. I stand. Uh, they showed, they were making out in the, in the Red Galaxy, right? Uh, early on in the episode. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. the very beginning, right? Yep. I thought for weeks that they were setting that up to be like a one-on-one. And they didn't. Obviously, we've, we've covered the whole episode and there, there was no one-on-one. And I just feel like she, and this could just be how it went, but she didn't really have like a moment. And that kind of sucked. Because from what we've seen, like you said, the voice of reason, the most level-headed, just like super calm, chill, just a great girl. And she got nothing, man. Yeah, I thought she was going to stay around a lot longer. Surprised to see her go. Sad to see her go because I had picked her. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Th- thanks for taking that bullet. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad that you sniped her from me. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, Brian. We're we're going to close out with this. Unless you have any other thoughts regarding the ceremony. No, I think that's all I got. All right, we're gonna end it off with this segment: the MVP rising and falling. I'm gonna call this the stock market. Brian, who do you got? Yeah. So for MVP, I think for this episode, it's kind of a no-brainer. I think Sydney hit it out of the park. Had a really great date with Peter has clearly left a big impression on him. So I think that she came out of this episode as the clear MVP for sure. What about you? I also am in agreement with you on that. Uh, You covered it perfectly. I don't really have anything else to add. You definitely saw their physical connection in the hot tub. Uh, Just overall, like there's definitely something there, even if maybe the conversations aren't as deep as some of the others that we've seen so far. Uh, But even then, you know, I mean, she opened up to him a lot and, like what like what else is there to say like she just she just had such a great episode overall now yep now going to the rising i told you that i didn't have a rising but as we were talking about dude i have to as we we're talking about this i have to give the rising to kelsey i do too absolutely i think that early on in the episode i was almost going to give her my falling but for whatever reason, I feel like I have to give her the rising award this week. Yeah. I don't have a good reason why, my but re- that's who I'm choosing. My reason why is just because of, like, the bold move she made going to Peter's. And also, like, coming out of that with a rose, like, it's not like you just have, like, a conversation with him. Like, you got a rose out of that somehow. You know, it was an opus, honest, vulnerable vulnerable conversation she got out in front of the drama and just like hey like she came out a winner here yeah it could have easily gone the total opposite way too exactly and that's why i think that i have to totally backfired on her correct and that's why i feel like i have to reward her with the rising award and lastly falling brendan who do you got i think we are kind of on the same page with this we were talking about this before we started queuing up the podcast but i think i'm gonna have to give it to kelly I know she got a rose. I think that she kind of alleviated some of his concerns about her. But again, I feel like from the very beginning, she was in a strong position to be the front runner for through the whole show because of the fact that she met him prior to the show. He has this whole fate thing. Was it meant to be? Why did I meet her before the show and not somebody else? But she just hasn't stepped up to the plate. 
And I thought the one-on-one tonight was her opportunity to do that. I think she She helped herself a little bit, but she has not made her move to the top like I thought she would. Right, you know, and and you nailed it exactly. She She has had the opportunity. She came into this show being the front runner because they met previously. And she, I think he said that he was just, that she was just resting on her laurels. Just like not, like took her foot off the gas and like was really just like, kind of like being a bystander almost through the first half of this. Uh, so I definitely agree with your choice for falling. And she was my original choice for the falling award. However, I'm going to switch to Tammy. I think Tammy's just mean. And there's nothing else I can really say about that. She's mean. She is... Um, she's malicious and like she's just not necessarily like she's just not a good person she doesn't come off well and i think that soon peter's gonna realize that totally get that can't argue with that take but i can't say she was falling because i don't think she was ever anywhere near the top that's a good point that is correct and i only really pivoted off that or to that because i don't want to go three for three a match with you because you know a, a lot of our reasonings are similar but yeah i just feel like i don't i don't think tammy uh necessarily was in like the top conversation like a top four top five thing but i think it was plausible that she could play herself in a way into that just as like a dark horse and i don't think there's any shot of that not whatsoever absolutely because i think he's gonna side with kelsey almost on any on on nearly anything now. Totally agree with you there. So, Brent, I think that's it. Do you have any other final thoughts about this episode before we meet back again on Wednesday? I don't think so. I think that's all I got. I think I'm good, too. I want to make sure real quick. Yeah, I got nothing. We did three hours in less than an hour. So good on us. Look at us. We're moving. We got Action-packed, and it's after midnight on a school night slash work night, so... For sure. It is 12.10 a.m. Let's go. I told you we'd get out of here early, though. I promise you. Not too you. bad. So, if that's all we have, then, then I think we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed, be sure to subscribe. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Still waiting for Apple's fucking approval. We are also on SoundCloud, so please subscribe on those platforms. Also, share it with your friends. Because, come on, who doesn't like talking about The Bachelor for multiple hours a week like we do? Amen. Brian, you got anything else? You want to just wrap it up? That's it. Stay classy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. And remember, you aren't in your feelings. You just have a case of the Mondays.